Ladies and gentlemen, it's the San Diego Comic Con Spectacular, but this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Let's get nerdy. Let's let's get super nerdy from San Diego, even though we're not in San Diego. Cue the music. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantar And I'm a Michael Lister that's Kingdom of... Technology is in my domain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And of course, you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it off through the medium of Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. <laughs> All this platform. The, the trifecta yeah. of, of nerdy streamers. And, <laughs> and next week, TikTok. Because all the kids are on TikTok. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell how old we are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their reaction to TikTok. What are you talking about? I'm a young chicken. You're a young spring chicken. Spring chicken. Spring chicken. All right. Let's, 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 let's not waste any more time, shall no. we? Because we have a big show for you guys. Because, obviously, uh, it's Comic-Con weekend. Yes. Uh, the return to San Diego after three years since the last in-person convention at SDCC. So yes. so there's a lot coming um, <clears throat> from the show. SDCC. SDCC. Yes. So before we get into that, before we get into that, Double S. CCC. So Silly Sally teases cats constantly. Ha! Sure. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> before we get into uh, that and our thoughts, um, we're going to just do a round of weekly watchings. Fulia, yes. what is one thing you watched this week that you can't wait to talk about? Uh, well, since I wasn't here for the last couple of weeks, mm. I did watch a couple of things uh but one of the things that i will mention since it is very marvel centric is the marvel studios assembled dr strange nice i finally watched it too yay yeah. we can all talk about it now yes yay. i really really enjoyed it um just seeing all of the behind the scenes about it and just learning all the different techniques they had to use and the way they had to choreograph all of the different um, hand movements for Doctor Strange. Oh, I loved that. And all that. We had so, a guy that really does cool. all the Cory. Yeah. That was yeah. super cool. And that was really interesting to learn. Um, and yeah, just learning how they had to, the way they did all the different scenes with the, how it all went through different, like different universes and stuff. And, um, it was a lot of fun, a lot of wire work very evident in the movie there's a lot of wire work in it <laughs> so kudos to the actors and to the stunt doubles that 
went through all that because mm-hmm. um, that looks like a bloody hard job. <laughs> yeah, difficult. To try and move around the way your character is supposed to move while you're also up in the air <laughs> being dangled on strings. <laughs> yep. Um, so, no, it was it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. I always love watching behind-the-scenes footage of any kind of film, so that was good. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Michael, what about you? Hello. Yes. Uh, been watching what I've been watching as well, uh, uh, everything that entails. But one suspect, uh, I've started watching the FX um, docu drama of the Sex Pistols called Pistol. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I think I saw that come up. Yeah, yeah, it's on it's on the uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. So, yes. so I've been watching that. Um, very interesting, and there's a lot of parallels to to the young ones as well, uh, especially yeah. um, them owning a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's filmed. Um, uh, it's fil- it's filmed very uniquely, where it's basically filmed in in four four by three, the aspect ratio of what it would have looked like if uh, they filmed it back, way back in the seventies and and the eighties, and the uh, and, it, and it sort of has a filter of that sort of soft filter. That's like very um, uh, British documentary sort of filmmaking, but it's filmed uh, nowadays, and I really, really appreciate that. And yeah, love, yeah, there's a lot of uh, issues, and not for the faint-hearted, especially for episode three. Uh, my wife wants to see it as well, and I said, "Well, trigger warning for third one." Especially if you, especially if you're a new mum, so. Oh, oh dear. And so I, I, I expect you to watch it fully, because it's, uh-huh. it's right up your alley with the with the um, cinematography. Cool. At least watch the first episode. <laughs> I think I think if you, I think you probably enjoy the first episode. Not not as like. Um, Big good, you know. <laughs> it doesn't get into the hard stuff in the first one, so I think I think you might enjoy the first episode. Yeah, so that's basically me. Been watching that, uh, and I'm and um, halfway through it. So uh, I'll talk about more maybe next week. But nice for this week. What have you been watching, Kimmel? Me? Well, I um, have spent a lot of my spare time this week. Uh, watching Ted Lasso. Oh. Yeah. Finally, finally on the on the Lasso bandwagon. Um, I'm almost at the end of season two already. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, short seasons, like 10 episodes, I think, each. And in the first season, like, every episode's, like, half an hour. Second season, the episodes start to get a bit longer, which is interesting. Um, but, wow. It's, it, is, it is that good. Like, it is as good as... Okay. Everyone says as the the awards, you know, they speak for themselves. Then hundreds of Emmys. Um, like ah, I just it is the perfect mix of like comedy and drama, with just 
the most wholesome lead character in Ted. Um, Jason Sudeikis is amazing mm-hmm. in this role. He was born to play this character. <laughs> it's like his career... For me, I feel like it's his career-defining character now. Like, this is it. Um, yeah, people will remember him for this, not for, like, SNL and, you know, any of the other stuff he's done. Because this is just... It's just that good. And, like, you know, hats off to him and Bill Lawrence, who uh, also... Uh, runs this show he created scrubs yep um and you know a bunch of the other uh performers in the show also work on the writing stuff so you can just it's just yeah it's just it's so good like for a show about you know an american coaching uh english football it's very it's just it's very good it has no right to be as good as it is (laughs) and i could not recommend it more i've laughed so much it's so quick-witted very well written and I've cried a bunch as well. Um, okay. So it's it's amazing. It's that amazing. That bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. God, no. No. I could not recommend it more. So, yeah. Very happy to keep going with Ted Lasso. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, enough of that. I think it's time to rip the Band-Aid off and dive straight in to the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. (laughs) Okay, it's nerdy news time. And pretty much we are just going to be uh, running through not everything from comic-con because this would be like an eight-hour podcast if we did that (laughs) (laughs) but i want to talk about how lower decks is doing a crossover with with beyond worlds with strange new worlds yeah that's cool isn't it yeah yeah very cool there's yes there's a lot of things i want to talk about that we're just not going to have time to talk about so we are going to be focusing solely for the nerdy news this week on marvel studios uh, and what? Kevin Feige's presentation of the future of the MCU. <laughs> We're not going to talk about anything else. <laughs> not. Mm. <laughs> it's a dream come true for me. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> Wayne, if you're watching or listening, aren't you glad you left the show? <laughs> This is torture. No, <laughs> uh, no. Look, there are other things that we really wanted to talk about, but like I said, we would, we just wouldn't, wouldn't be able to fit everything in. No. So, uh, and we want to do everything we can justice. So, um, but that's okay. We're going to talk about amazing Marvel things that are coming because, oh, like I just, just reading. The, the, the social media feeds this morning as these things were being announced was just something else. Um, brought me back to 2019 because that was the last time, obviously, we did, you know, Comic-Con was a thing. And I remember when they were announcing, you know, all the Disney Plus shows at that point and what was kind of coming then and um, other movies and things. And yeah, mm. it's just so it's just nice to get back on the hype train, I think, because we've kind of been lacking a bit of a... Uh, bit of hype i think in the mcu we're mm. starting to get some fatigue in terms of superhero movies i feel like now bit of, and, bit uh, of uh, kevin fatigue 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and just you know, lacking a, a general sense of direction as to what the what the end game, <laughs> quote unquote, um, <laughs> pun intended. Pun. What the end what the end game is mm. um, for these new movies and series and where they're headed story wise. So, Kevin Feige uh, unveiled all of that today um pretty much didn't announce obviously everything that's coming but uh, a fair chunk of stuff yeah um, this is essentially the appetizer to um d23 yeah see that's just to you bring that up i just i said this to folio off air but um i was not expecting um marvel to announce this many things or just like to lay it out as detailed as they did now because like you said, Mike, D23 is happening. That's Disney's own, like, convention thing that they have in America. Um, so, yeah, usually Marvel likes to hold off a bunch of stuff until then. But obviously they, they love Comic-Con, and it's the first Comic-Con they've done in, in three years. So, um, And then, of course, the Investor Day happens at the end of the year. Mm. Um, so... If this if this is Comic Con, what the hell else is coming? Because damn, <laughs> I think maybe because the um, the titles got leaked, and they probably showed their hands, <clears throat> and maybe yeah, yeah, maybe that's that's very possible. I mean, things get leaked, and then you know certain studios have to their hands are kind of forced. Then yeah. Um, okay, I didn't even think of it like that. Because there's because yeah. there was a lot of uh, takedowns. Oh, that was insane. <laughs> that was insane. For those who don't know, um, basically yesterday, well before the Marvel Studios panel, um, someone on Reddit uh, published a listing of different copyright name filings that uh, Disney slash Marvel Studios had made in, re- in regards to upcoming uh, projects. And uh, yeah, a lot of them were officially announced today. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> wow. The connection, the timing is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the everything was removed. Like all, there were so many articles saying these are the names that are coming because they've been filed for copyright. Um, so they, you know, can lock them in, and uh, and then all those articles got taken off the internet. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> and the, uh, a guy that I actually watch on YouTube uh, because I wake up at five thirty in the morning for work. And I watch his videos, and then by the afternoon it was gone. <laughs> and and he said in his ne- next videos, like I got an email saying, "Take this down." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just that. Yeah. <laughs> <I> was just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not 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 great. Not great. But no. that's okay because you know <laughs> today it was a picture of Kevin Feige ready to pounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige's the Marvel sniper. That's that's who's been behind this this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, let's get into it. So, I suppose to kind of start, we found out the kind of the direction of where we're headed now. So, Phase Four is literally about to end. Um, only two things left in Phase Four now: She Hulk. Um, which is coming out next month. We've got a trailer for that as well. Another look at She-Hulk. And then uh, Black (laughs) Panther... A better look at She-Hulk. A better look. Mm. I would definitely agree with that statement, yes. Better look at She-Hulk. And then um, 
uh, the final thing for Phase 4 is uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is releasing in November of this year. That will conclude Phase 4. And then we launch Phase 5, which is stacked to the brim. Um, we're starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. There was a poster uh, release. It was like sort of a concepty art that I think Andy Park did, who's like the, one of the heads of the visual department at, at Marvel Studios. Um, that gave us a look at, um, uh, you know, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and um, I forget Cassie Lang's uh, Stinger? counterpart. It starts with S. Stinger? I forget what... No, it's not Stinger. It's something else. I can't remember. Anyway, there was the three of them, and then there was a comic-accurate Kang the Conqueror, um, played, of course, by Jonathan Majors um, in the background. So, um, so that's how we kick off Phase five in february next year then we've got secret invasion um we oh, don't know too much about that yet we don't have an exact release date other than say that it's coming out um in autumn for us here in the southern hemisphere next year so that's coming soon we got there was some footage for ant-man and for the uh, secret invasion but they they didn't uh, release that outside of the room so the people in hall h got to uh, exclusively have a look at that um, after Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out in May. Um, oh my goodness. Um, we, uh, Fulia and I managed to see, a, a you know, a video of some of the portion of the Guardians panel, mm. I suppose. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, uh, James Gunn came out with the, uh, a bunch of the cast of Guardians 3, and they showed a trailer for Guardians 3, not made public just yet, unfortunately, but bring the tissues, because it sounds like it's a, a Fields train ride, because the cast hadn't seen it, or the, any of the footage, and it got them all emotional, so they were all, they were all literally standing on the stage, like, crying, and... <laughs> Just talking about how much they love each other and they love James Gunn, and I was, I was, Fuller and I were a bit overwhelmed. Mm. Um, it was very moving. So Guardians three is coming. After that, we're um, getting Echo, which is the spin-off series from Hawkeye. Echo, Echo, um, Echo, Echo. So that's exciting. That's coming. Uh, don't have a release date for that yet either, but it'll be mid next year. And then we get Loki season two, of course, which is filming right now. Um, that'll be out just after Echo wraps up next year. Yeah, it's filming and at a McDonald's. Yes, there's been some set photos uh, filming filming stuff mm. with a with a McDonald's in the background and uh, <laughs> and Sylvie dressed in a classic kind of a <laughs> uniform. I think um, I think they're trying to go for 1970s. Uh, yes, McDonald's. Yeah, I think that's the vibe. Yeah, um, yeah what I, I saw on the interwebs. Um, after Loki season two, we've got the Marvels, which comes out uh, at the end of July, July twenty eighth next year. So we've got to wait a whole year to Woo! find out. It's right before Fully's birthday, so why she's excited. Um, <laughs> she's a Marvel. <laughs> she's a Marvel. And we have to wait a whole year until we can find out what the bloody hell happened to Kamala Khan. Yeah. Uh, and Carol Danvers. Yeah. At the end of Ms. Marvel. Exactly. So one one whole year of waiting for that mm -hmm. um blade has a release date blade with mahershala ali get excited i can't wait for this uh november 3rd 2023 that's officially coming out next year now when blade um, drops yes the blade will drop ah uh, 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 <laughs> uh, well blood blood drop 
the blood drops. <laughs> blood. Um, then we get Ironheart, uh, our you know, final long-awaited look at Riri Williams um, in that can't wait. She's um, yeah debuting in that not in that series, but her you know as the lead character obviously in that series. I'm just rambling words now because sure. I'm really excited. Um, so that's coming out after Blade and Springtime sometime for us, like us here down under. So. Um, and then after that, we've got Agatha, Coven of Chaos. I had to double check the name because they changed it. It used to be House of Harkness when it, was in, when it was initially announced, and now it's uh, now it's Coven of Chaos, which I think is a cool name. It is. I like it. I like it a lot. Chaos That's coming out. Magic. <laughs> it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. No. Oh, Not the beast. <laughs> the bees. Uh, no release date for that yet, but it's coming out uh, late 2023 or early 2024, it seems. Um, then this is the big, big one that we were all very happy with um, out of the Phase 5 lineup. Daredevil Born Again. We are officially getting a Daredevil series. No word on kind of what if it's a, like a continuation of the Netflix stuff. I would say yes. Um, but yeah, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio coming back. Fantastic news. 18 episode series. 18 episodes. Them's a lot of episodes. I'm, that makes me the most happy <laughs> in the fucking world. Um, and then uh, to round out. Sorry. Huh? The episodes have got to be like 30, 30 minutes each. Maybe. I don't know. Cause that's hmm. a frick ton. <laughs> it's a frick ton. It's a frick ton. Yep. Mm. Good. They won't rush the ending. Um, and then uh, we've got our official title for the fourth Captain America film, uh, which we only just talked about the other day, uh, that has uh, finally found a director. So Captain America 4 is going to be called uh, Captain America New World Order um, and is releasing on the 3rd of May 2024. Mm. And the last film of Phase 5 is going to be Thunderbolts. Um, which will be out on July 28 again. I think 28 or 26, I can't read that. 28, <laughs> I guess. It says 2024. So two years from now, we'll get our Thunderbolts movie that they've been um, teasing and hinting at and setting up and whatnot. So that's that's on the way. Our ensemble then, movie. Yes, yes. Then things get a bit nuts because after after Thunderbolts, uh, we're entering into phase six of the MCU. I can't believe how short these phases are. Yes. Well, yeah, this phase, yeah, phase, phase five is literally like a year and a half, something like that, just mm. under two years. So, and then if phase six is ending where it ends, it's phase six is very, very tiny because um, it's starting with in November of 2024. Fantastic Four is locked in november of 2024 they did it i'm so happy they took advantage <laughs> of the fact that the year is 2024 and the fantastic four it's just I'm, it shouldn't please me this much but it really does well they couldn't um, get it in phase four so huh they couldn't get it in phase four so they next no best next best thing exactly um so that's coming uh and then there's a bunch of empty slates they haven't said everything that's filling up phase six yet but the uh, the other big two announcements for Phase Six, we are getting 
two Avengers movies. Count them. Two. 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 Within six, within six months of each other. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't. What is life right now? In the same year. <laughs> um, in the same year. Avengers. The Kang Dynasty. Avengers 5 <laughs> is coming out. I'm getting chills talking about it. Um, <laughs> May 2nd, 2025. And then six months later, on the 7th of November, 2025, we get the conclusion of Phase 6, which is Avengers Secret Wars. Oh. Which means there's going to be stuff in between. Which means there's going to be stuff in between, because the way that they laid out the map, the roadmap, there are a bunch of gaps. So there's mm. going to be a lot of stuff filling up the rest of Phase 6. Yep. And that will then... I'm guessing conclude, but they I, they, I don't know if they can definitively said that that will conclude the saga, but the saga that we're in is known as now the multiverse saga. So it was the infinity saga, one through three, and now it's multiverse saga, <laughs> four through six. But so, we already knew that because it was spoiled the, the day before. Yes, yes. A lot of this was in the copyright filings, unfortunately. So, I didn't know. Yeah. You were at work, luckily, when it when, yeah. it, when the news broke. So yeah. I'm glad you had it all. Not surprised, but it's sort of all new to me. <laughs> it's all new to you. It was, um, it was 24 hours of people going, "What does what does this mean?" Because all all the other <laughs> ones were sort of self-explanatory, but it was a yes. multiverse saga. Are, are they going to do a TV show that's got that's got like different stories from different universes or something? But surely that's what if. Yeah. But it was just the entire saga, so. Mm. Yeah, it, it it was it was the entire like, saga like the Infinity Saga exactly. Yeah. This, this is the name for this one. Yeah. Um, what else did they announce? Um, so what if season two is going to be happening early next year? Now uh, it was originally supposed to be this year, but it's been pushed back a little bit more. But they did um, please us with announcing that it's been renewed for a third season. So we're getting a, at least three seasons of what if storytelling, which is really exciting. Um, Spider-Man Freshman Year um, is is coming, an animated series um, in 2024, I believe that's coming out. And Charlie Cox is going to be voicing uh, Matt Murdock in that show as well, which is really cool. Um, Marvel Zombies, this is a show that was already announced, um, but we got confirmation that it's going to be pretty much an adult animated series. Um, it's going to be hitting the the Americans rating of TVMA. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of, lot of gore and blood and guts. Uh, zombies. Yummy zombies. <laughs> Marvel zombies. I'm very excited for that. Um, there was some updates around X-Men 97. Um, that's coming out next year um, in autumn 2023, so can't wait to see that. Um, and then we got some trailers. We got a trailer for I Am Groot, the um, uh, li- little mini-series of shorts that are going to be on Disney Plus very, very soon. Very, very cute and adorable. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. <laughs> it looks great. And then we got, yeah, another look at She-Hulk, of course. I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, and then... Um, Marvel Studios Comic-Con panel concluded with the trailer for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And there was not a dry eye in the house. (laughs) 
Uh, well, it's not in my house. I, my, I practically flooded my living room. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so those are pretty much all the the insane announcements from 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 Marvel Studios. Uh, some the animated stuff was uh, announced yesterday. Um, that was in a separate animated panel that Marvel did, but um, today was yeah, Feige's time to shine, and boy did he shine. <sighs> I'm done talking for now. Fulia. <laughs> yes. Um, tell us your thoughts on, on, on the future of the MCU. What, what were some highlights? Well, what are you excited for? Uh, first of all, holy crap, that's a lot of info. <laughs> that's a lot, yeah. So much. It's I'm gonna, overwhelming. I'm going to have some water now. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, let's just say I am very excited about seeing I Am Groot. Um, purely because he's just so cute when he's a he's still a little baby. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> just the trailer was just, it was so adorable. It was so adorable, and all of a sudden he get he's getting attacked by these little microbial things, and he poops it not poops he farts out a leaf. Yeah. And they're happy about it because it's food. Well, they are aphids. <laughs> Okay, well, that oh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. So they are the garden variety <laughs> bugs that like to eat leaves and trees. Um, get the bug spray. <laughs> um, but just the, the, the trailer itself was just so adorable. And mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me a little bit of what the... Um, the Baymax series is because I watched the the shorts the series of that as well that's on Disney Plus yeah and it's just it's so cute um, and I love Baymax and so you know Groot is also one of those kind of wholesome characters in the MCU so I am really looking forward to that uh, She Hulk looks like it's gonna be um, very comedic mm-hmm. um, I'm still. A little unsure about She-Hulk's CG. Uh, I may, I, I maybe, I don't know if it's just the trailer, but I just, I feel like it's still not done for some reason. Right. It doesn't look as clean as Bruce Banner's Hulk. No. No, it, that's fair. It looks, it looks too smooth for her skin to be. Unless they're trying to go for the, because it's the female variant, she's got nicer skin. She needs to be pretty. <laughs> it, yeah. And that means be. no pause to render. It could, it could be a sexism thing. Um, or the fact that she's young, so no wrinkles. No, I don't know. not sexism, <laughs> sexiness. Sexiness. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sexiness. Yeah, there was a there was definitely a bit of uncanny valley about her. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But still, I think it was an improvement on the first trailer. At yeah, least. I feel like it. But I, I, I feel I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'll still end up watching it regardless. Um, Damn straight, I like, you will. I like. <laughs> you I, don't, I don't have a choice. You don't have a choice around this podcast for you. <laughs> That's not creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's uncanny, Valley. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, um, go on. but yeah, no, I I like a good, you know, 
comedy, uh, especially when it comes to um, law, I suppose. Because I like watching those law type series. Yeah, like procedural um, stuff. Yeah, procedural. Um, but the fact that it's also in a in a more of a comedy genre, it's actually a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. I feel so. That's gonna be really good. Yeah. Um, what else am I excited for? Just the the sheer amount of stuff we're getting in the next two three years is insane. Yeah. It blows my mind that they've already announced this much. Like you said, they've still got Disney Plus. Um, did the the Disney what is it the D twenty three D twenty three? That's still gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So September. I'm pretty sure whatever they didn't announce at Comic Con, we're gonna get in that. And we may also get maybe we're gonna get some of the trailers that they showed at Comic Con only for the audience. That yes. the online audience didn't get to see. Yes, I uh, give me give me this Guardians three. Yes, yes, please. yes. I want to see that. Um, I'm definitely hyped for the new the volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy. That's going to be a lot of fun as well. It is. Uh, so that'll be interesting, uh, especially now that we don't have Gamora. So, hmm. well, I mean, Gamora's still going to be in the movie, but well, yeah. No, I mean. But not the same. Not the same. Not the yeah. same, no. Yeah. No, different. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just so much coming out of this. Very excited about it. But holy crap, like, I need to, like, hang on to myself. <laughs> so, like, overwhelming. Yeah, it's a it's lot. In your face. Have all the Marvel. <laughs> you get a movie. You get a show. You get a... <laughs> you get comics. You get animated series. <laughs> Yep. So much. So good. But yeah, they're, they're the ones that I'm really excited about. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, Michael, please to be giving me and to be giving us your thoughts on on the, the, the panel, the massive panel that Kevin Feige did for us. And what's what's getting you excited? Sure. Uh, just piggybacking off uh, She-Hulk. Um, I'm thinking there's probably going to be a lot more cameos within this because you can... Because mm. uh, maybe one episode is to do with her getting her powers and then going back to being uh, the uh, the law procedural and getting um, what's his name uh, the dom- uh, domination <laughs> abomination abomination yeah uh, yeah that's a different show <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah getting getting him. Um, uh, emancipated, maybe I don't know. Mm. Uh, and also, th- at the end of the the um, uh, at the end of the trailer, we could have could have uh, Charlie Cox. <laughs> yeah, but he is also a lawyer, so it kind of makes sense. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> where the, where they meet in the courtroom and also on the streets. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and he's wearing uh, the uh, the the uh, red and gold, which is uh, comic accurate as well. Mm. So that's that's a bit of interesting. So we get to see Charlie Cox in the MCU as Daredevil. Hell yeah! Woo! Yeah, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Up for that? Sure is. And yeah. Um, also, uh, with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania, uh, it's also said that Modoc's going to be in there. 
Yes. Oh. Yes. Mm. The footage that they showed apparently shows Modoc in the trailer and it also showed Bill Murray. But oh well yes, so he is listed in the IMDB cast. Thing, yes. yes. But yes. with with no with no yeah. character we have, name. We have no idea who he's playing. Um, but yeah, we know we knew he was going to be in the movie. Yeah, but, but, but Modok, yeah. Modok, I didn't know. That's new information, isn't it? Yeah, so it could be played by someone else other than Pat Oswalt because he's also playing Pip in uh, Eternals. So yes, yes, that'll be interesting <laughs> if he's going <laughs> if he's going to get the get the play two characters. I mean, lucky him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is a multiverse story, so. Mm. Very true, very true. So, uh, weird stuff has happened. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Guardians 3. Uh, it's going to be... It's. It seems like it's going to be more uh, to do with Rocket as well, which mm. which uh, Rocket's probably is going to be in I'm Group as well, I think. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I think there's going to be, like, a couple of scenes or one scene with Rocket. And that's easy because we just need Bradley Cooper to say, "Hey, do this thing." And uh, Vin, um, Vin Diesel's also being Groot as well. So <laughs> such an easy show to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for uh, Guardians Three. It's going to be a good um, chapter ender of this trilogy because the guardians turned out to be one of my favorite <laughs> uh marvel movies because uh, yeah. it speaks to me it speaks mm. to me how to be a man how how to be a father how to be a parent yes you might actually enjoy the guardians of the galaxy game that is currently out on consoles i have i have heard that that it's yeah. way too good for its own good. <laughs> yeah, no, because I saw uh, Mickey D play through it. it. The story is really interesting. Adam Warlock is actually in that as oh. well. So he is a golden boy. Yes. Uh, so it's very interesting. And the way he speaks is very kind of like Thor, but more, I don't know, like the English is very posh. Oh, he- very heightened. Yeah. 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 Um so it's gotta be it's gotta be interesting to see him in the actual like in the movie. Um but the game itself, really, really good. Okay. I've actually got the game, I haven't played it yet, but I'm really looking forward to playing it myself. Because nice. there's it's also very decision based as well. So it's battle plus mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's really good. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Also looking forward to Thunderbolts as well and how they uh, and it's probably going to tie with the um, Young Avengers as well, hopefully, because they're setting yeah. that up as well. Yeah, yeah, this kind kind of have been, but yeah, that was one thing they didn't uh, include in their list of things. But it doesn't mean that it won't happen because you know, Phase Six has a lot of space. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are expe- uh, expectating, if that's the word. It's not, but I'll give it a go. Uh, the first Avengers movie in that roster, uh, Kang's um, dynasty, uh, yeah. is is 
probably going to be like uh, the Young Avengers or the East Coast Avengers because we still need to know what White Vision is doing. Yeah. What's it doing? Yeah. And we're also getting Wonder Man as well. So what's going on with that? <clears throat> so there's going to be a lot to wait on for D3, uh, D23. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's where we're going to find out uh, who the Fantastic Four is. As yeah, well. maybe. Because they're going to have to start. Well, they probably won't start filming until next year, but yeah, we're going to. Yeah. De- definitely going to need to announce some casting soon, huh? Mm. Yes. So, very, very looking forward to stuff like this. And when. And my kids are going to be old enough to actually go and see this, I reckon. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to. Get them in the in the thing. It's like get you got a couple of movies to back up on. Yeah, catch up on. But but <laughs> Dad is like no. It's a marathon. It's a marathon now. <laughs> Who's that guy? Yep. It's Tony Stark. He died for our sins. <laughs> <laughs> he died. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ah, uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic Four. Um, mm. Four. Phase Four. Uh, I reckon Phase 4 is pretty much uh, the aftermath of Endgame. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of that. It's like people dealing with shit. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh, Phase 5 people are going to get... Okay, where are we going now? Yeah. I prob- probably that's why um, people are sort of being a bit weird about uh, Phase 4. And how uh, there's, there's no direction. It's like maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. There, mm. people are trying to work out some shit mm. where they are in the world, and yeah. and how they fit in. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And that's probably the reason why they decided to say, "Hey, Black Panther is going to be the last one," because that's the ultimate. What do we fucking do now? Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. Um, I'll take that segue um, because we should all spend a few minutes, I think, just discussing the trailer that we saw for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, Very, very poignant of them to save it to the end um, because, like I said earlier, I was watching these announcements as they were happening live, like on social media, and going, oh, okay, we don't have Fantastic Four yet, and we don't have it. We didn't get a Wakanda Forever trailer. Oh, okay. I guess they're just saving that for later. And then I hit refresh, and then it all just comes in. And then the trailer came in, and I was like, "Oh, holy shit! Here we go!" And then I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I don't want to get emotional, but I will. I I probably am going to get emotional. Um, I wasn't expecting it to like hit the way it did. Like it was just. Honest, honest to God, one of the best trailers ever. I, yeah, like, one of probably the best trailers since, like, you know, in the first Infinity War trailer or the, or the second one, whichever one that was, like, explodey, mind-blowingness. I don't know. It's just, I just, yeah, I don't really have the words for how good this trailer was, but I'm glad I've seen it a couple of times now because I completely missed a few things. <laughs> Because I was too busy crying. About... Yeah, I couldn't see it through the filter, the crying filter. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but 
but seriously, it just looks like a an insanely fitting and respectful tribute to Chadwick Boseman, um, mm. to his legacy, the character of T'Challa and Wakanda, period. Um, and, you know, and then just the future of the nation of Wakanda and where the story goes from, from here. Um, yeah, it was so moving, so emotional. The way they use the, the way they use the music in this trailer, using, you know, this version of Bob Marley, "No Woman, No Cry," and just and then, you know, and then you know, blend mixing it with Kendrick Lamar's, um, you know, "Be All Right," like colliding them in that way, and then you've got the grand orchestral going on. That, along with the visuals, like, just mm. some stunning visuals, like, holy crap. Like, this, like, Ryan Coogler has upped his game, I, I think, from, from the first film. Like, and I, I, I'm, I will admit, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the first Black Panther. It's a good movie. It is. I just remember feeling it was very overrated in terms of the, I, I understand it's not made for me at mm. all, and that's totally fine. Um. But it is a very good movie. Yeah. Um, but it, this looks like it's taking that as a you know a platform and then just launching into just excellence. Um, yeah, I really hope the movie is as good as it looks. Um, but yeah, I was so I, I was so emotional first time I watched it. I didn't even realize that Riri Williams makes her debut in this trailer. Mm. First time we actually see Ironheart is in this trailer. <laughs> and she makes and, an Ironheart. Because she makes an iron heart, and I, that went right over my head <laughs> the first time I watched it. That's cool. Like the fact that we get to see Riri and Shuri kind of become, you know, kind of surrogate sisters in in the science labs um, is freaking sick. And that was something I was really hoping we were going to get to see. So I'm really glad they're doing that. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I'm sure a lot of a lot of fans lost their minds seeing Namor and the, you know, Atlantean sort of kingdom going on. I'm pretty sure it's Atlantis, isn't it, Mike, that he's yeah. he's from? Yeah. So this is this is the MCU's version of Atlantis. Ah. So um, Yeah, not Aquaman. Not, no. Don't confuse don't confuse <laughs> No, let's not not confuse. So but yeah, uh Namor the Submariner, this is his debut um in the MCU. He was kind of teased a little bit in Endgame. Um kind of an easter egg thing earthquake under of... the ocean yes so uh and he visually looks really really cool and the the atlanteans look great like amazing like visually like makeup wise costume wise and seeing them ride whales um underwater yeah. and it, yeah it looks it just looks fucking phenomenal and i can't wait it's gonna be amazing i really really hope it's gonna be amazing i'm sure it will it's just yeah Anyway, not from me. Fulia, <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the trailer for Wakanda Forever? Um, okay, so I didn't get as emotional as you. Few people do. <laughs> <laughs> Over Marvel-related things. Because <laughs> um, when you said that you got emotional, when Michael said that he got emotional, I was expecting myself to also be the same, mm-hmm. but... Maybe it just hit differently with me because I only watched Black Panther once. Right, um, okay. So maybe I've forgotten some things. But I, like, obviously, 
Cherry Bozeman being, you know, no, no longer with us. Um, I'm not sure. Like, the trailer looks amazing. Like, I got chills by the end of it. Um, I just didn't get emotional. Yeah. For some reason. I'm not okay. sure why. That's okay. Um, but it's a great, great looking trailer. I'm really looking forward to actually seeing this, this movie. I'm probably going to cry when I watch the movie. Yeah. yeah that'll <laughs> if be... not the trailer, the movie will that'll be, make yeah. me do it. Yeah, for so sure. So that's fine. Um, and yeah, the, the music was kind of haunting in a way, the way that they um, mixed it through. And yeah, just seeing all that stuff in the ocean, just the way it just flows. Yeah. It was just, it was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I am definitely looking forward to watching this mm. when it, when it is uh, available to watch. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, Michael, what did you, what did you make of, of this trailer? How did it affect you? Yeah. I wouldn't say I got emotional. I just had to like have give myself like a minute. It's like, ooh. Yeah, they're they're doing this. Okay, this is going to be heart wrenching and shit. And yeah, and also watching other people like react to it as well. Uh, I saw a guy pretty much like ball his eyes out. It's like, and he was confused. I was like, why am I so emotional of what's going on? It's, it's yeah, it's it's going to be a sticking point in in Marvel canon. And yeah, and as as I said before, it's it's definitely going to be a good um, ending for this phase of people trying to work out where they belong in in the world uh, of after something horrific hap- happened, and also with the added uh, death of a of a world leader as well. It's like where where does this nation go? and what's their direction and also having another kingdom as well being maybe attacked or something we still don't know yet but and how they fit in but yeah it was and having it's a different sort of um, feeling to have because that portrait of um, T'Challa of on the on the wall is definitely like um a mirror image of of uh tony stark in uh mm. in spider-man as well yeah and people don't know where where they're going with that but it's uh, the emotion runs deep because you know the ca- character uh, you know the actor is no longer with us so it's it's a it's it, it hits harder and you can actually know, and you can actually see that um uh some of the actors who actually knew, knew uh, Chadrick and worked with him it's like you can see them hurting as well so it's it, mm. it definitely w- it definitely would have been a different movie if he was still with us and i don't know and there's also some gripes online as well it's like well well, this this is you should you should have made his death like a a plot point in the movie. It's like, well, what what would you do? It's not really your 
your thing to decide and there's a hashtag of of recast t'challa it's like no i don't think so i think this is probably the only fitting way because you can't really recast someone because of a death i don't think they would i don't think they would do that like it hasn't been hasn't been done in the mcu and that's why i'm thinking and that's why I'm also thinking because of Thunderbolt Ross as well. Uh, it would be named after him because he may have passed away as well. And it was sort of like a weird in honor of him as well. Of co calling this team the Thunderbolts because that's what he probably would have wanted in character. And so we probably won't get a Red Hulk. So even though that would have been easy. It would have been easy. Just mm -hmm. say, oh yeah, here's Thunderbolt. He's a Red, red Hulk now. Been played by someone else. But I don't think I don't think they would do something like that. No. So yeah, bring your no. tissues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely bring your tissues. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 It's going to be a a ride and a half, but yeah, mm. looks looks like it will be a, a ride worth taking at least. Mm, yeah. So. Last goodbye. Yeah, and and I kind of also will just say I liked the fact that they didn't really make it clear who is replacing, like the mantle of like who's filling the mantle of Black Panther. Like, because yeah. obviously there's going to be a new Black Panther, but they haven't said who it's going to be, and. The trailer didn't also show, like, it didn't kind of set up any one of the other characters as, oh, you're the main character and it's your story now. It was kind of, you know, it just kind of felt like it was spread across, you know, Ramonda and Nakia and Okoye and Shuri. Like, they're kind of all, these women are kind of all sharing like the load and the the, the lead of, of this movie. And yeah. I, I just thought that was really fitting and very appropriate and yeah. powerful yeah. as well. It's so. going to be who. Mm, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Anything else guys, or shall we, shall we wrap up the, uh, the, the nerdy news portion of this episode? I think so. And speaking yeah. of trailers, segue. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of trailers, good segue. I'll take it. Um, we have, a trailer park edition of uh, San Diego Comic Con. So let's roll on up, shall we? Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Uh Trailer park time. Mm. Comic Con edition. Um, so we're going to start this off with the the pretty much the only really cool thing DC did this year. <laughs> Yes, I'm throwing shade. No, I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> the first... <laughs> I wanted them to do good and they disappointed me. Anyway. Are you um, one of those people that got upset because Henry Cavill didn't turn up? Oh, God, no. I couldn't care either way. <laughs> A lot of people went, Oh, I thought he was doing about this. Like, shut up. It was never confirmed. Shut up. He's still in England filming The Witcher. Yeah. Shut Stupid up. Stupid people. <laughs> Shut up. Exactly. 
Um, no, but we did get um, a really cool trailer and first look at uh, the sequel to Shazam, mm. which is Shazam Fury of the Gods. Um, this has been in production for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, finally nice to have a good look at um, what we're in for, I suppose. Our first like really good looks at um, Helen Mirren and, and Lucy Liu as these new goddess characters that they've added mm. um, daughters of atlas yes and uh zachary levi being awesome again i just you know he was one of the best things about the uh first shazam movie and uh i'm really really excited to see what else he can bring to the character this time around it looked very funny uh like i hope there's some like hidden gags in there somewhere in this one because they're one of my you know one of the biggest laughs i had all year 20 2019 or 18 whenever shazam one came out i can't remember now um yeah i wasn't in the trailer and i was it was literally one of the funniest things i saw in a movie that whole year um like to the point where i still talk about it um so i'm hoping it hits those same comedic beats um that would be nice but yeah, it looks it looks good. I don't really have too much to say or unpack other than I'm I'm excited to return to this part of the uh, the DCEU that's still, you know, kicking. Try try still kicking, trying real hard to, you know, continue a story that uh, is, you know, maybe not worth continuing now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Come on, what about Peacemaker? Yeah, Peacemaker's great. Peacemaker's great. Let's just like let's just let James Gunn be the Kevin Feige of DC, and then we're fine. Um. Yeah. <laughs> or we just don't do that. How about how about that? Yeah, just have just have just have fun. I mean, just have fun. Joker Two is coming out as well. So yes, 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 and the whatever else Matt Reeves is cooking up with the Batman. Um, but yeah, this trailer looks fun. I can't wait to see this movie. I think it'll be uh, a good time at the cinema. Fulia, what did you think of this? Because you still haven't seen the first movie. No, I haven't. <laughs> Even though they sort of did a recap in the in the trailer. They did recap it because it's been so long since the first one. Yeah. Um. Look, it might end up making me go and watch the first one to watch the second one. Um, it looks interesting. Seeing um, Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu <laughs> is pretty cool in a DC film. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's also surprising to me to see all these different Shazams mm. come about. <laughs> Spoilers for the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but what's funny is that even though they call for Shazam and they change into the outf- into the into the suit. They don't turn into an adult like what's his name does. No, they do. They do. They do? Yep. Okay, maybe I just didn't see it very well. They didn't really spend a lot of time <laughs> like close up on the uh on the kids in the trailer uh, before they or, or vice versa. Like, okay. Well. Yeah. If you yeah. I need to watch the first one you, to understand what's going <laughs> yep. on, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. Um looks like it's gonna be fun. It's probably as far as I can Say things because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you think it looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that. 
The original Mr. Marvel. Yes, yes, <laughs> the original Captain Marvel. So does that mean he's going to be in the uh, the Marvels movie as well? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if they just Can put you imagine if they just put Zachary Levi in that movie <laughs> and like, aren't you dead? <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you? Uh, you know, working for the enemy, like <laughs> some kind of witty uh, meta humor. Well, I don't know, you know, or, MCU is going into the multiverse, so. <laughs> well, true. Or it's a movie poster of Shazam in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Easter egg. That'd be funny. There's no way that'd happen, but that'd be funny. If it did. Well, they do make reference okay. to Superman and Spider-Man in uh, the Eternals. I think it was. Um, maybe. Yeah, I think they did. Yes, so, I think they did. But like, but making a reference and showing something visually is—they're two different things. Okay. Spoil <laughs> my fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I love the idea though, so that'd be nice. Because he was originally called Mister Mister uh, Marvel, yeah. And then Marvel said, "We can't use that." <laughs> oh yeah, show show us why we can't use it. And then they 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 threatened the servers like, "Okay, we'll call him Shazam." <laughs> <laughs> yep, this money will make you shut up, um, Michael. Thoughts on on Shazam: Fury of the Gods trailer? Yeah, uh, the original movie was a was a good surprise, and ha- how mm. such a good palate cleanser because oh yeah, it, it was so sort because of, DC was going through going through their sort of emo phase of everything's dark and broody. Like, yeah, we gotta gotta stay stay the same power as as Batman. It's like nah, let's have some fun. And and this turned out to be some fun, and I do like the references of like you know big and and all those other ones, and now they've got kids, and I I, I can see it. He he was wearing a t-shirt. There's those Goonies, you know, fucking on yeah. the nose. <laughs> Hell yeah, going on an adventure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And yeah, and I like the uh, and I like the uh, Annabelle doll in the background. Little Easter egg. He's like, yeah. I saw that too. I'm like, why is there oh, an Annabelle doll in and there? And now I just clicked because the director David F. Sandberg he actually directed Annabelle Creation, the second film in the Annabelle series. Well, that makes sense. And I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers owns the Conjuring movies too, don't they? Uh, yeah. I think I think so. Yeah, so because there was an Annabelle doll in the original uh, in the first movie as well. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that also makes sense. It was in a shop with the pawn shop. Nice. Just sitting there. It's like Annabelle. <laughs> I haven't seen Annabelle. Yeah, it's fine. I just know it's a creepy doll. It's very creepy doll. Very creepy. Why is a fucking <laughs> a doctor? That, that specialises in children's health have an Annabelle doll in their in their study. That is an interesting question that we don't have time to unpack. Sadistic as hell. Anyway, mm. uh, really, really cool um, movie. It looks like looks like Helen Mirren and, and Lucy Liu are going to have some fun. It's 
got to deal with old gods with atlas and all that so it's going to be some greek stuff going on as well so yeah i'm more than happy and and um yeah and mr marvel's sorting out his life he's and the kids are kids are getting a little bit older yep <laughs> they're not really kids anymore <laughs> is that why are you turning into an adult you're basically an adult yourself anyway where are we going? Yeah, maybe that's why Fulia didn't uh, notice it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just all look like it, adults. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like, how many years ago was the first one? Uh, yeah, three or four years. Kids grow up too quick. I should know. Um, Isaiah's probably going to walk before his first birthday. God damn it. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already crawling like a fucking maniac. So anyway... When are we going to be watching this, Kendall? Well, we uh, will be watching Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, Well, it has an Australian release date, I think of January something maybe, but I couldn't lock that in. But if you're in the US, you can see it on the 21st of December. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. Good Christmas movie. Yeah, it'd be fun. Mm. It'd be fun. All right, speaking of fun, next trailer, another Comic-Con trailer. Um, this was our first look at Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Day and day. Day and day, the movie. Um, I love my double days. <laughs> I am very, very looking, very looking forward. I'm very much <laughs> looking forward to this movie. Um... <laughs> Because, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it, it doesn't seem like it's trying anything too risky or new in terms of, you know, the the genre of fantasy or, um, you know, just general storytelling tropes, you know. Um, but I kind of like the fact that this party, if you will, of, of characters, they're very much just kind of all mismatched and and unique and quirky and uh, and interesting, I think. So um, I can't wait to see how this movie plays out, and I really, really hope it's good because it looks it looks fun and like the camaraderie between them or lack thereof, depending on the way the movie goes. Um, it, yeah, has me very interested. Um, and yeah, it looks it looks really good. It just yeah, I don't really have too much to say on this one. I was just pleased with the trailer. It just looks it looks good, looks fun. I just really hope all my D and D friends are okay with it. That's <laughs> what I care about because I have a lot of friends who play D and D, and they will riot <laughs> if it's not if it if it gets anything wrong. Um, if they're, if they, they're that sort of D and D player, I wouldn't want to play with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's called role playing. It's, it's make believe. Yeah, okay. maybe fun. I'm exaggerating. Maybe I'm exaggerating. <sighs> they probably won't write. But I want them to have a good time watching, you know, a movie based on something that they devote so much of their life to. So mm. waste that um, life. <laughs> did I say that? Anyway. <laughs> uh Fulia, what did you think of this trailer? Um I I don't know. Um I don't play D D. So I don't know the like the whole idea, but I know it's a role playing game, um, and then it's literally about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I'm just 
I don't think this particular film is aimed at me, per se. Okay. So, uh, I probably won't see this one. Uh, but it's cool to see Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, that was interesting to see. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's, it looks like there's going to be a lot of CG in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully the CG is done right <laughs> for the editor's sake. Um, but, yeah, no, it looks interesting, but it's not aimed at me, so I probably won't see this one. Boo! I'm not a D&D player, what can I say? No, I, can't, I can't relate to it. No, yeah, I've played D&D once. Never again. But I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, you, you're just not a big fantasy person in that sense? Hmm? This kind of style of fantasy? Yeah, no, not really. Hmm. Anyway, Michael. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What did you think of this trailer? Maybe next time I should just jump in. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, it was a nice surprise because a lot of people were going, "Wait, there's going to be a D and D movie." Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I know of D and D. I know bits and pieces. Not I haven't played in since I was a kid, really. Um, so I've pretty much forgotten everything, but uh, the big—I think the biggest thing that I really enjoy that I, I'm sort of inkling that this movie is probably not going to be uh, to be taken seriously a little bit. I think they're going to have a lot of fun with it. That uh, Chris Pine's character is a bard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. in itself is sort of like. Uh, a, a, an in joke within it's like you gotta have a bard in your party <laughs> with with uh, charisma like like put up on the put up really high so so I'm, I think there's gonna be a lot of like mm, wink and nod in jokes that a lot of people that probably don't know will probably miss but I do like the fact there's uh, creatures in it as well that are from the game as well. Of course, there's going to be a dungeon, and of course, there's going to be dragons, and uh, and all the insane stuff that that's coming from it, like the gelatinous cube blob <laughs> that that they jump into all out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, um, if you've seen uh, Onward, the Pixar movie. Mm. They they do take a lot from D and D sort of stuff, uh, which is weird because D and D takes a lot from Tolkien. So uh, originally they were going to they were going to call their halflings uh, hobbits, but uh, but people said no, nah, too close to to it. Just call them halflings. It's like yeah, you can have elves, you can have dwarves, you can have humans. But you can't have hobbits. You have to have, you have to have uh, halflings. It's like okay, fine, cool. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, I think I think this is going to be a, a bit of fun, and uh, my, my uh, and I'll and I might enjoy it. It'll probably get me into some D and D. Do you want to guys want to play some D and D when we go and see it? When are we going to see it, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> well. 
Uh, no Australian release date right now, but if you're in the US, you can see Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on the 3rd of March next year. 3323. 3323. Do you even roll? Do you even roll, bro? Do you even roll, bro? Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> we got one more trailer for you guys, and it is a teaser trailer for uh, John Wick 4. Appropriately, for John Wick 4. Um... Yeah, uh, I still haven't watched John Wick 2 or 3, so I have no idea what's going on. All I know is... You're one up on me. All, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that it looks amazing. Like, visually, re- this movie looks really, really cool. Um, and, yeah, obviously, the you know, it's well known by now that these movies tend to bring some of the best stunt work going around. In terms of, you know, fight choreography and um, the way, you know, Keanu just kind of really throws himself into these into into these scenes in these movies. Um, I really enjoyed seeing him and Donnie Yen throw hands in this one. Um, some gunplay thrown in there as well. Like just yeah, it all looked it all looked really, really slick and really cool. Um, and Lawrence Fishburne. Morpheus and Neo reunited in this one didn't know that was a thing that's because john wick is in the in the matrix universe (laughs) do you know that theory i think i have heard that theory and it it's probably a better theory than what the matrix resurrections was as a whole movie so maybe they should have done that instead yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah that was that was cool to see um, wasn't expecting Lawrence Fishburne. I, I'm not actually aware if he was previously announced that he was going to be in this, but I was like, oh, it's Morpheus and Neo. <laughs> Reunited, and it feels so good. Yes. So I need to get around to watching the other John Wick films, um, hopefully one day. But, uh, but yeah, it looks it looks awesome. All we need is Hugo Weaving. Huh? All we need is Hugo Weaving. All we need is, yeah, John Wick 5, Hugo Weaving. As a big bad boss. And we complete it. Yes. Yeah. Then we're done. Yes. Um, Fulia, do you have any thoughts on John Wick 4? I have not watched any of the John Wicks. Boo! <laughs> what do you do? What do you even do? <laughs> I watch a lot of anime, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> well, it's kind of like anime. It's over the top. No, it's not. It's over the top violent shit. It's, it's a bit of fun. No, it's not. A former hitman goes apeshit after some guys break into his house and kill his dog. How is that not an anime? No, that's just sad. It is sad. That's why he goes apeshit. (laughs) It It is sad. It's not. It's not the type of movie I would watch, unfortunately. And the dog was given given to him by his wife, who died. It's all very sad. How is that not an anime? Well, I don't need to watch the movie anymore. <laughs> that was like the first ten minutes of the film. Yeah, true. Yeah, no. I'm... Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> mm. 
So when are we going to be watching this as a group, Kendall? <laughs> are we up to that part already? Uh, yeah. I was going to say, did you even talk about it? <laughs> I, I suppose I can talk, talk about it a little bit more. Um, yeah, this is uh, something that my wife wants to see, so probably date night as well. I just got to make sure I've actually watched up until the fourth movie. Because I think I've seen one and two. I haven't seen three. Uh, that's when it gets really weird. I think of. I think everyone becomes a hitman or something. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this. A uh, bit of fun. I really enjoyed uh, Nobody. Which is made by the same guy. And, and yeah. Bring it on. Bring on fucking Keanu versus Lawrence. <laughs> yes. I'm all for it. When are we going to be watching it as a, as a group? Yes, as a group. As a group. As a group. As Podcast. As a group. Uh, we don't have a release date, unfortunately. Boo. Uh, for this one, either. Um, exactly. However, we do know... It will be coming out in March next year. Yeah. We just don't know exactly the day, but March next year. And Keanu Reeves was at Comic-Con. He was. Yes. Promoting his own stuff. And. Having a good time. Going to be Doctor Doom. Um. Can you. What? Can you, can you elaborate? You know, Doctor. I require, I I require elaboration. You know, Doctor Doom. Yes. Going to be played by Keanu Reeves. They haven't announced that. Haven't they? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we it, I think it's common knowledge that Keanu's talked about joining the MCU and wants to do it anyway. Yeah. So. That and Ryan Gosling as well. Yeah. Didn't he come out and say something? He wanted to play a specific character. I uh, don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. And then Kevin Feige said, oh, that's nice. We might find you a job. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a character for you somewhere. All right. Speaking of Kevin Feige. Speaking of Kevin Feige. Feige. Sort of. And bringing it back. Full circle with Marvel yes. uh, as we roll on out of the trailer park because we're done with the San Diego Comic Con related content of the show. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed it uh, because it's time. Hey. For the moment. Oh. The segment. I think I lost it. The section. Hold on. The place. I got what? The part. I'm confused. The spot in the show we like to call. <gasps> Popcorn culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. It's popcorn culture time. Yes, um, sorry. Uh, Ryan Gosling wants to play Ghost Rider. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Please continue, sorry. Okay, thank you. No, no. <laughs> it was going to drive me nuts. For... It was going to, yep, that's totally fine. Totally fine. Pop culture time. Um, now, as promised, we are here to spoiler-filled everything. For Spoiler just everything for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, there we go. I just put because... up Thor, Love, and Thunder. Spoilers! Yeah. Spoilers! Because guess who finally watched it? This guy. This guy right here. That guy. She finally watched it. <laughs> um, and I cannot wait to get into to Fulia's thoughts. So um, we're going to start with her. Mm-hmm. What are your, What was your overall impression of Thor Love and Thunder? Overall, it was good. Not the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of liked the third one better. Absolutely. Ragnarok is king. Ragnarok was a lot better than this one. Um, a lot was going on in this one. But there was too much cheese. <laughs> too much cheese. Not enough too ham. Much cheese. Exactly. <laughs> too much cheese. Too okay. much cheese. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, Thor. Gee, why? Why? <laughs> there was two. There was a lot of awkward moments in it too. Yeah. Uh, especially in like the first two thirds of the film, before it hit like the main crescendo of the movie. Mm-hmm. I man, I rolled my eyes and face palmed a lot. Oh. I just. Like, it was good. It was a good movie. It was fun. I laughed. Um, I cried. <laughs> but it didn't change my life. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like overall what I thought about it. Like, it was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the kind of the general consensus now mm. from a lot of people. Um, I've only come across a handful of people who genuinely really loved it and didn't bump up against uh, a lot of the story writing and jokes mm. of, of the thing um, when you're talking about cheese what was what was, what was the cheesy stuff for you was it specifically the awkward humor or was there like was it too sweet and saccharine at certain points or was it just like really like the jokes were just lame and they just weren't landing for you I think it was just a bit of column A, B, and C. Okay, everything. It was right. a bit of everything. Um, just I think it was mainly Thor that had a lot of cheese. And that kind of irked me. Because I'm like, but that's not... He... he I just... Mm. <laughs> yeah, after going through something like Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Like, I get that the whole thought of... The whole th- the, the whole thing about him being like putting up a wall to not love anyone, yeah, because he's been hurt before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can relate to that. Oh yeah, it's very relatable. Yeah, but that but because you've got that wall up doesn't mean that you end up being that awkward person with the really lame jokes. <laughs> Or just, you know, being all high and mighty about everything. 
and not giving a shit about everything else that happens, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I wasn't that happy with Thor. Okay. In this one. Okay. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about Thor then. Cause, um, yeah, I am... It's just... It's so annoying. Out of ev- all, a lot of the characters in the MCU... Like, he has the most tonally jarring arc of any other character, yeah. I think. Because, and it was already a problem when Ragnarok happened, because you go from Thor 1 to the Dark World, uh, with Avengers, you know, 1 and 2 in, in between, and then you hit Ragnarok, and and he's, you know, in the first five minutes, he's, well, actually, his first line of dialogue, I'm pretty sure, is a joke in Ragnarok. And he's like, oh no, how did this happen? Um, when he's in the fucking cage. Um, but like, there's something different about Ragnarok versus Love and Thunder. Because it just... Like, there was still some of the old Thor, I think, in Ragnarok Thor. Because, like, like, you couldn't have... Like, I'm kind of glad Loki's not in this movie, only for the fact that, like, you couldn't have a scene as good as the elevator scene with the two of them in this movie. Yeah, no. Because it would be it would be a joke. The whole thing would probably be a joke with a s- slight tiny bit of seriousness, but this that scene is supposed to be serious and Thor is serious in that scene and for some reason in that whole movie like he finds the right moments where he can be st- like he's playing it straight, like he's the straight man. Um but then he's also doing jokes. Yeah. But in this movie it was the reverse and he's yeah making jokes all the time and he's not as serious and they don't really do a good enough job of justifying that. No. Cause I mean, I mean, I'm still pissed that Marcus and McFeely ruined him in Endgame. <laughs> Cause Thor was literally, he went from being the fucking MVP of infinity war, in my opinion, like the best character in that film easily. Not including, well, excluding Thanos. Um, but Going from that to Endgame, where they use his trauma as the butt of a joke and put him in a fat suit. (laughs) Like, made me so angry. It still makes me angry. (laughs) And then now we're seeing him here and we get a montage of him, you know, losing all the weight and that's fine. But then he's just too... (sighs) Yeah, there's just, there's something off and they just don't... Right. Taika just dropped the ball on, on his character. Mm, I think. Yeah. In this. It's very frustrating. Michael, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you agree with anything or what I'm saying or or fully is saying? Yeah, totally it, it it was a bit weird and jarring of what it wanted to be. Uh and also being a Tycho film as well. Like he, mm. it, it's unfortunate because he knows how to juggle that. Like Yeah. Coming from like Jojo Rabbit, something horrendously like off-putting being yeah uh what it would have been like to be german in the middle of world war Two, mm-hmm. and and also having that with like the silliness of, of it as well it's it, it's fun because it was through the eyes of, of a child and with this one because of where thor is at this present time because he has been through like so much and and as you said that uh 
the best representation of Thor that we've seen is probably Infinity War. And going from that of going into what he did during Endgame. And now at the end of Endgame, he has to find a purpose. And this is what this movie is. It's Thor trying to find the purpose of his life. Again, it's the phase four of trying to find something to do at the end of some traumatic experience and yeah it's him going back like uh, meditating like trying to find himself losing all the weight trying to be in a healthy mood and then your past comes back which would have been a good film but it also has to tie in with uh, Gore the God Butcher as well which uh great to have his character i'm sure it would have been great but uh those two storylines did not mix and i wanted to see more of what he could do instead of killing he on screen he's only killed one god yeah and essentially that was for self-defense and he his story was it, it was weird at the end as well. It's like you only get one wish. Oh yeah, I had a daughter come back. Um, not to jump ahead, but with Thor, yeah, totally it was it was weird. Uh, I did have some chuckles like during during it, and 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 I did have some fun. But yeah. but by the end of it, it's like, hmm. This didn't feel like uh, a standalone movie. I think this was something that they needed to do to get Thor to do something else. Mm. Mm. And yeah, okay. Hopefully the next one will be good, but I that's not what you go to the movies for. It's like, well, this one was a bit off-putting. I hope the next one's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah. And then the and then by the end the title made made sense. <laughs> it did. Yes. Yes, the title made sense, but we had to get to the very end of the film to to find that out, which is fine. Which is fine, but um but still. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point though Mike about how like Gore's storyline and and Thor's storyline, they don't really mesh. Like they're both. They're, it's a shame because Christian Bale was so good, mm. but they're two. They're in two different movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's yeah, it's it's just it's just a, it is surprising that for Taika, that, or whomever made certain choices. Like I don't want to solely put the blame on him. Because he co- he didn't like solely write and direct this like he directed it, obviously but he co-wrote the scripts with with another writer so um, and then of course you have you know a million producers on these things so who knows exactly how things kind of got lost in translation in terms of the tone and the storytelling but yeah it's it's just disappointing yeah it mm. felt like a movie that it it needed all these dot points to make sense at the end yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is not 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 good. Um, 
Fulia, what did you think of Jane Foster, the return of Natalie Portman to the MCU? <sighs> Don't hate me. Oh, God, I am about to hate you, aren't I? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, go. Okay. Say, speak, speak your truth, and I will listen. I don't like the fact that she was brought back to be killed off. Fair. But is she dead? She's in Valhalla. <laughs> Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> With Sif's arm. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I love that joke. I thought, I thought that was... Maybe your arm is in the house. I thought that was a good joke. Um, I Yeah, I just... The fact that we find out that she has stage four cancer and is dying at the beginning of the movie, and then by the end of it, she has no choice but to sacrifice herself. I just... What was the point of having her then? Um, can I, ask? I mean, apart from the fact that she's there to help save the world, the universe, but yeah. and to also help Thor. Yes. Um, yes. I just I felt like it was a bit wasted. Like she could have been used in a different yeah. film, like maybe in like the one of the Avengers films. But now we won't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can kind of agree with you there. So I'm just, yeah, so I'm just a little annoyed that yeah. the whole purpose of her to be in the film, to bring her, to bring Natalie Portman back, was so that she could be sacrificed. <laughs> so I'm guessing you didn't know that um, that's how Jane becomes Mighty Thor in the comics as well? Well, I've never read the comics, so yeah, I have neither, no neither have I. Yeah, but. well, if it doesn't make sense... Um... Tone uh, within the movie, it probably need to change. It's the same same as the uh, as um, I'm I'm can't believe I'm pulling this out, but uh, when when uh, Venom says you'll be going down the road like a turd in the wind, awful line, and I don't care if it's in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Don't 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 do that, and I can sort of understand why why Jane Foster. Uh, you don't re- really like the lo- the thing with Jane Foster. I can understand mm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I can too. Cause, um, I was hoping that, like, I knew the the cancer storyline was probably going to be a thing because of that's how she get becomes Mighty Thor in the comics. Um, but they could have been. Sorry to cut you off. What was the cancer? Well, they never... I don't know what it is in the comics, but they never said it in the movie. They just kept saying it was stage four of something. Yeah. They never said exactly what kind of cancer I suppose I didn't want to be too specific. Yeah, just a blanket term. But it just... It was interesting that they that they just kind of broad... They generalised it when there were so many different types of cancer and, like... They, they kept... You know, the word cancer is spoken a lot in the movie. So yeah. It's, it's interesting that they decided just to generalize it mm-hmm. um but no i kind of i do agree like it's sad because i loved jane in this movie yeah i mean i didn't like that they tried to make natalie portman all quippy and that's just not no. not something she's good at unfortunately as much as i fucking love her and she's she has an oscar <laughs> um i comedies n- unless she's on snl clearly um comedy just yeah this this kind of comedy awkward comedy is not mm. really her thing i don't sleep uh, motherfucker 
<laughs> Damn, Natalie. You're a crazy sh- chick. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up and up suck, and my, suck dick. my dick. <laughs> She's funny in that. She's very funny in that. Felicia's just like, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> SNL. It's hilarious. It's Lonely Island. <sighs> but I, but I, I really loved seeing her back in this, um, and just seeing her as Mighty Thor was awesome. Um, and I kind of did find it adorable the fact that she was trying to find a catchphrase the whole time. It was a bit cheesy. I will give you that. Yeah, that was that was the other cheese I didn't like. Yeah, <laughs> catchphrase. But, but I, for me, <laughs> for me, it was worth the payoff because I. Like I've seen the movie three times now, and I get chills when she's like, you know, like Gore calls her Lady Thor, and she she's like corrects him and is like, you know, oh, that scene was pretty cool. It's my, I like that. you know, it's Mighty very... Thor. You can call me Doctor Jane Foster, and then uh, and thirdly, you can eat my hammer. I was like, I love this woman. Mm. I want to marry her. Um, <laughs> and that scene was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. But yeah, very sad that she's. You know, it came at a at a cost. Like yeah. I felt, and especially because I felt so bad for the Thor because he keeps losing people. Yeah, he lost his dad. He's lost his mum. I mean, Korg reminds us at the start of the movie he lost his dad. He lost his mum. He lost his brother three times. Three times. Julia, the only time he's in the movie, and it's a recap of the times he died. I was I was not impressed. He's a tattoo. I was wondering, oh. <laughs> yeah, but he's a tattoo though. I know. He says he's really dead. I was wondering if what your reaction was when you uh, first saw the film, and that's the way Loki was brought uh, up. I was, I mean, I was laughing because it was funny, but I was also <laughs> not impressed. And I saw Steve look at me, and as I said, is he really dead? Is he really? Is he... No. When in Valhalla. Um, mm, well, he's in Valhalla somewhere. Um, and then, yeah, Heimdall and now Jane, like, all gone. Next, Valkyrie will die, and it's just... Well, and then Korg nearly died, but then... Holy crap, he was just a face. <laughs> Korg was just a face by the end of the movie. Well, actually, he, he reformed into a big... How does Ronan but... grow? Uh, erosion? That, no, that that's not how it grows. No, no, no. So one one crone and another crone, and they get together and they sing a song. <laughs> Why has a fully formed mustache? <laughs> Named Dwayne. That's pretty funny, right? Oh jeez. Um, um, yes. Uh, Michael, what were your your thoughts on 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 Mighty Thor and Jane Foster? Did you, did you have any alternate takes to what we've already said? I reckon, uh, considering. She uh, had some urgency in this film, mm. but a bit weird one at, at mm. the same time. I mean, first one, it's sort of like an introduce uh, Thor to the world. And because she was the human and we get to learn about it. And then Thor the Dark World, well, no one really liked being on that set. So <laughs> it's understandable that she didn't want to come back. And... Yeah, um, and her to come back to be the heroine, and and I, I don't know with the the catchphrase thing, 
was cheesy. I think it was meant to be, but it was sort of a really good payoff uh, at at the very end where where mm. she whispers it to Thor, like like um, lost in translation. It's like and and we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like, what did she say? I think she said, the perfect catchphrase. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And we'll never know. Yeah. No. Still a terrible film. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Nah, all jokes aside, uh, yeah, it was... It was too many storylines in one. In one. Mm. Just pick one. Uh, pick one or two. Mm. I mean, you could probably have two, uh, the, the bad guy and the good guy having sort of similar and how, how they sort of deal with them. I suppose they tried to do that with Thor and Gore. Thor and Gore, ah, they, it rhymes and, yeah. and shit. And, yeah, but it would have been great if it was her, if it was her own thing instead of tacked on to something else. But great mm. nonetheless, I mean... And I don't know. I I, I kind of like the the thing where uh, Thor was going through the motions of of uh, an ex lover coming back and him dealing with the relationship of that, as well as the same parallel of former Hammer coming back to life and and, and your new lover is getting jealous. Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that bit. <laughs> it, for the kooky weirdness stuff, I I, I kind of like that. Mm. And Sentinels like stuff as well. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if they'd leaned into that more, maybe less of gore. Um, yeah, like if it had just been one storyline or the other. Yeah, I think, or just, or just found a way to connect them better. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's just such a shame. Too many but cooks, too many cooks, too many. Too, too many cooks. Yes. Um, one of the gags I really enjoyed um, was, you just mentioned, Mike, the return of a, of a former weapon. Um, this kind of uh, jealousy thing with Stormbreaker. <laughs> Which I am not surprised to kind of tell. I don't think I don't think Fulia liked that, or you did like that. I actually liked. Oh, good, good. That I liked the the whole you know the relationship thing, of the X weapon and the yeah and, and you know and the current weapon and the current weapons getting jealous of the X because Thor is all of a sudden just like oh, it's Mjolnir. Yeah, it's Mjolnir. I I really just love the fact that. That Taika literally took one one line of dialogue from Ragnarok and turned it into a subplot of Love and Thunder, being you know, like it seems like you had a special and intimate relationship with this hammer, and yes. then losing it, and then losing it was comparable to losing a loved one. And he did the same like, thing in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with uh, like, Valkyrie, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that was and also the callback of uh, of the. Uh, Thor riding the axe 
into battle. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> he rode it like a freaking broomstick. He rode it like a broomstick. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Far out. But I just, I just loved the gag of like Stormbreaker just sliding into frame. Yeah, in like, the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, buddy! I was just, I was just looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good gag. I thought it was. I yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Um, oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do have a favorite gag. I was gonna say, any other gags that people people thought were were good. One gag that I was in the theater and I think I was. It felt like I was the only one that actually thought it was really funny, and and I was I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> where where they're where they're on the ship. And they're going to the planet, and they and and the ship. Uh, they they do the same joke in Rick and Morty of perspective, of how how big the planet is, and the ship like poof into the yeah. planet. Yeah. <laughs> that was. I don't know why, but that really made me laugh, and I, and I was. It made me laugh. And I was still chuckling at it while. No one else around me was still laughing. <laughs> and and uh, it, it was just uncontrollable. It was like, how stupid is this? I love it. <laughs> and I don't know why. Well, I mean, it was one of the best, like, in terms of timing, I feel like it was a really good joke. It was the best timing and, and it was the best sound, just to... The thud, the thud, <laughs> and like the 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 the, yeah, the effect of like the the, the asteroid dust kind of coming off, but but it was the goats for me <laughs> in that scene. Like that was the one time, mm. maybe not the one time, because like the goats were funny at the at the start of the movie, and then they stopped being funny for me for a bit. But then when they hit, when the ship hit the planet, and then the goats, there was a beat, and then the goats screamed. I thought. <laughs> That was. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to have a minute to try to compare yeah. myself. <laughs> but yeah, that is definitely the the one laugh. When when I've asked people what they thought of the goats, it's that that is the one moment where it's like, okay, that was fucking hysterical. Um, speaking of screaming goats. Yeah. Fulia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did you how did you go with the uh, inclusion of a fucking Taylor Swift meme from like 10 years ago <laughs> into uh <laughs> Thor Love and Fun? Not one. I thought there was only going to be one. There's two of them. There's two goats. Two freaking screaming goats. Two screaming goats. And they were huge, massive. Huge goats. <laughs> like horse-sized goats. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> Insane. Um, I want one. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. They were very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit overdone. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the part where, um, <laughs> well, we'll talk about the guardians in a second because we haven't mentioned them yet. But when um, Nebula was like, "I'm putting them down." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I would too. <laughs> but then the mention of meat. 
Shut them up. That was hilarious. I like that. Meet, I love Meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way the camera like whip pan between from the goats to Thor. <laughs> that was good. Oh, boy. Uh, yep. Why goats? Why would you gift goats? Because it's North mythology. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as well yeah. as... Loki giving birth to animals. Yep. It's just giant animals. Okay. Everywhere in Norse mythology. <laughs> and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it seems. Yeah, he's a mother <laughs> and a father. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, eight layered horses. Um, Mike, did you have any qualms with the, uh, the goats or... Did they not bother you much? Oh, they didn't really bother me much. Um, they were just there. It was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Cool. <laughs> I suppose adding to the absurdity of it. I suppose, mm. yeah. I can take them or leave them. But mm. I'm going to be ashamed if they don't turn up again. If uh, Thor doesn't ride them into the the battlegrounds of uh, Secret Wars, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got to come back. Yeah, I feel like Taika will find a way to make the goats relevant. Life uh, uh, finds a way. Yes, mm. it does. Um, all right. Well, I just brought them up, so let's talk about the Guardians. Um, Fulia, were they in the movie as much as you expected, or or not enough? No, they weren't. They, from what we got from the trailers, it seemed like they were going to be in it for the whole thing, but they were only there for, like, the first quarter of the movie. And that was it. If that. If that. The goat, you know, Thor got the goats, he decided not to go with them, send them on their way. That was it. <laughs> I, f- I didn't feel like they even did much, to be honest. They did barely anything. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Well, yeah. I was I disappointed mean, in that. I was, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to stick around because I was like, okay, well, this is not a Thor and the Guardians movie. There's, yeah, this is, these are like glorified cameos. Yeah. Um, but I was hoping for more... Like, actually seeing them go out on an adventure, not, like, joining them at the end of one. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted to see a full adventure with them that would be, like, the first half an hour of the movie or the first 20 minutes. Like, that would have been nice. Um, I mean, it was still great to see them and stuff, and I get why they had to leave, because, you know, obviously they've got to go do their own movie and shit. (laughs) Um, No, their own Christmas special um, first. Oh, yeah, Christmas special, yes. Christmas special. They need to save Santa. Yep. Because Santa is canon. Galactic Santa. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with you fully. It was not as not, yeah. all, not all we wanted, I don't think. But, uh, but yeah, it was still nice to see them. And I just love Mantis continually because, you know, Korg's trying to whistle for the goats and then he turns to her and she just goes, Wah! <laughs> it's just, I just find Mantis endlessly enjoyable. She's, she's quite good. Um, yeah. Mike, what, any thoughts on the Guardians? Um, 
Did you were you happy to see them, or you wanted a bit more as well? Um, no, I think there was a the right amount. I think because they were written at the end of Endgame, saying, "Well," and Thor goes off with the Guardians, and then, well, you got to have like something uh, with that them doing some something. Because otherwise it would just be weird. It's like, uh, oh yeah, and then I, I got dropped off. Because essentially Thor doesn't need them because he has access to the Bifrost because of because of the axe. So, yeah. so essentially he doesn't really need them. So, so bit weird. Because all he had to do is like, ah, oh, I got goats now. I can use the Bifrost to get back to Earth. Then why were you with the fucking Guardians? <laughs> It's because we needed as guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. And him to have, uh, go through his um. Uh, went from dad bod to god bod. God bod. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. So I did. Yeah. Go on. Again, it's the same as we need to go through the motions to get to where, where we need to go. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, it was, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. It should be. This happened. Therefore, this happened. Therefore, mm. this happened. Not, and this, and this, and this. Yeah. It, it was just a big kerfuffle. kerfuffle. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy because Guardians is my favourite, and they need to be doing something. And that they were, that they do did. you think Chris Pratt looks weird in this? Um, he looked different. He did, he did, yeah, seem different. But I feel like it's because his hair. For me, it was the hair that was noticeably different. Mm. Like I think lo- it was longer and curlier and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think considering that the last time I saw him was in in the Jurassic World. And he's doing his thing, you know, uh, holding his hand up. It's like, yeah, that's how you do it. And and he was big, bulky and buzz cut. And his character did nothing, really. And he did, his character didn't really do nothing in this. It's like, well, okay. But uh, all the rest uh, I really enjoyed with their one lines, I'm guessing. Mm. But, yeah. I'm not really angry that they weren't misused or anything like that, but yeah, at least I know what the Guardians are doing now. The they're 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 without Thor now. They are. They're off on their own adventure. And uh, meeting um, uh, Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry. Tim Curry. No fucking ah. Oh. The Australian actor from The Castle. Michael Caton? No. No, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry, that's it. Stephen. Stephen Curry. He was the blue guy on the planet. Oh, you're joking. No. Really? I wondered who that was. I was trying to figure it out too until they said, oh, it's Stephen Curry. I was like, oh, yeah. My name's Dale okay. Carrigan and this is my story. This is my story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I... I'm so annoyed at myself because I, I completely forgot to, like, look at who that was. Um, how far down am I going to have to scroll to find... 
Holy crap! Yeah, well, I mean, not that I doubted you for a second, Michael, but... Wait, did he, did he put on, like, an accent? Oh, possibly. He did, yeah. And he was in deep makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Stephen Curry in the MCU. That's fantastic. Wow. It's kind of like another iconic Aussie. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like this film was actually filmed in Australia and shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Chris Hemsworth must have been a fan. Yes. Cuz they also had they also had um uh the return of Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> so so therefore those shorts were are canon. Their shorts are canon. Oh, speaking of cameos. Mm. We got Matt Damon back. Yeah, we did. <laughs> As the actor. <sighs> and and Lu- and Luke Hemsworth and um Sam Neill and Melissa McCarthy. Sam Neill and yeah. Melissa McCarthy. I swear me and me and me and Marie laughed our asses off when Melissa McCarthy ripped yeah. through that. <laughs> the see, portal. I knew, see, I knew she was gonna be in it. Because um, I saw the set photos like oh, no, last no year, idea. but but yeah, a lot of people in the crowd reacted quite quite hilariously when she came out. But it was just I I just obviously I just get so much joy over watching uh, Matt Damon try to be Loki and <laughs> gets a bottle of water and sprays on his yeah. face so he can cry. Oh. Uh, that was and father. <laughs> they should have done it more like Matt Berry. Yeah. Father, father, <laughs> speak, priest. <laughs> wow, a gun. Um, <laughs> hmm. I wonder um, if it's loaded. Yeah. Good shit. Um. Yeah, there was a nice, nice uh, return to that joke. I yeah, think. and the fact that they got even got an extra scene where like they're <laughs> talking to Valkyrie about like do you think we could you know this is like this is the perfect opportunity to for, to you know do a dramatic retelling of yeah these <laughs> events and then and then like I did not hear a no <laughs> which got rid of the the big theory that um originally it was uh they th- people thought they they were playing themselves so that so it seemed like they uh, somehow got Matt Damon <laughs> to go to Asgard, like the old Asgard, to to play Loki. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. like they're no, just Asgardians. They're just um, acting Asgardians. Yeah. Or Asgardian yeah. actors. That's what. Asgardian. One actors, thing yeah. I will say, Marie did also mention that she would go and see that play. <laughs> totally, if yeah. that was a thing. And I would too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Very, very, very funny. Um, speaking of funny and fantastic, um, shall we uh, talk about Russell Crowe as oh Zeus? <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm the only one who kind of liked his performance. No, but... no, 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 no. It's just... Um... I know Australia has a history of uh, doing those sort of accents. Yes. I, I, He's Kiwi. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I didn't expect him to do Cotton of Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to rest at the bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to keep it alive. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he tried. I thought, look. No, it was good. 
Yeah. It, it, I mean, it basically is every fish and chip shop owner that you, you, you fucking meet in Australia. <laughs> Hey, you want to do, you want to do more dim sims? Yeah, yeah, go go for it, man. <laughs> Even I can do it, and I'm as white as stale milk. You're not doing it right. <laughs> no, you're not doing it right, man. <laughs> I'm Mediterranean, man. No, you're not. Yeah. Don't diss me. Don't diss me, you left. That's not Greek, thank you. It's a generic <laughs> accent. <laughs> god. Anyway. Um, oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Um, the accent was. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Take it or leave it. I thought it was amusing as hell, just because purely for the fact he looked like he was having the time of his life. Um, no pudding. You can't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, funny. I thought, no, I thought it was good because I, like, I've never seen Russell Crowe do comedy like that before. Like, it's not really something he does. But he nailed it, in my opinion. I thought, I thought Zeus was just hilarious. <laughs> um, but, like, it's like, well, for, for one, I, I, my favorite part was when he, like, you know, he finally stood up and he moved from out behind his, like, little podium and he, like, had this really short skirt on. And he like lifted it up to walk down the stairs. Yeah. Oh my. That was that was very funny. That you, you, that, that was just so cheesy. It's like yeah, okay, we get it. You're wearing a skirt. That's <laughs> yeah, great. I know, I know, but he doesn't need to do that. You know, hold up his skirt. He's not long enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of the joke. Exactly. Because he, because yeah. he's he's precious. Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and I do like the fact he actually played an accurate uh, Zeus. Because Zeus is a bit of a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally is. If you read up on your, in your Greek mythology, mm-hmm. it was kind of a dick and borderline rapist. So, <laughs> well, I would say all Maybe the not way borderline. Rapist, but yeah. You can't really have that in a Disney film. No, no. Um... Yeah, yeah, talking about orgies and sacrificing humans and... Oof! Tis a kilt, you goon! Thank you, Puddin. Hey, Puddin. That's a couple of dice. Couple of dice. Couple of dice. And put in a gray Zeus is a total dick. Yeah. Yes, he, he totally is a total dick. I'm gonna turn into a swan. Yep. And fuck everything. Um Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any other thoughts um before we maybe start to wrap up? Cause it's getting late. Yeah, it's getting a bit late. Yeah, uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. I just wish that it didn't like. I wish the story was a lot better. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I do like the fact that they don't hold back of saying, "Yeah, these gods are a bit of assholes and dicks," and and they're gonna get angry. 
Yeah, and the whole when they got to the what was that world they went to for Gore? Oh, it, well, Eternity was Et- the, the no, no. Before they got to Eternity, that oh, little the shadow, planet. the Shadow Realm, the Shadow Realm. Yeah, um, I liked how he actually like his little monologue that he had. Oh, that when scene when he when he captured all three of them yeah, with the shadows. That was cool. Where he was talking to. I think it was like Valkyrie specifically and and um, and Jane about how where were where were the gods when you needed them like because of what happened to him mm. when he was praying to the gods to to protect his daughter mm-hmm. um but then they but then she died mm. and there the apparently you know Gore was like well the what happened did the gores the, did the gods answer your call when you pray to them, when things happen, when when she hit the fan for you in mm. your life, mm-hmm. you know, um, that for me just, I think that kind that kind of like resonated with me because it, it's it's not too religious, but it's sort of like just on the line of it being where they're talking about gods not being real, or you know, gods not. Um, answering your prayers or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, which was really interesting. Mm. Uh, so I did like that scene. Mm. I think the thing yeah. is that gods are real. It's just they don't care. And that, all that, yeah. It's a very, like, um, sticky relationship that you would have. And I think um, that's probably the struggle with Thor as well. It's like, Essentially, people think he's a god, but he's not. Uh, but he's not a very good one, and he understands mm. that. So that's why he becomes like the the titular superhero of the of these um, weird, pathetic, tiny people on this rock called mm. Erengard or wherever it's called Earth. I can't remember his name. Midgard. 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 Yeah, because it's mid, which is uh, new age slang, as in yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, well, I really, yeah, I really liked that scene. Like that was one of that was one of the standout scenes from Christian Bale mm. in the whole movie was that sequence. And visually, I just love you know the fact that it's. For a movie that's promotion has been nothing about colour, colour, colour everywhere, to have a whole portion of your movie take place void of colour. Yeah. Yeah. Was a really interesting choice and really cool. And it looked it looked awesome. Mm. And I loved the effect of the shadows like becoming monsters, like monsters coming out of the shadows. Yeah. Like it reminded me at first of um Ghost when the like the you know, Patrick Swayze film, you know, at the end when, you know, mm-hmm. um, Tony Goldwyn's character gets dragged to hell um, and the, the shadows come up out of the, and take him away. And it's t- still very unnerving to me today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, but it's, even though it's just, it's, you know, it's just shadows that are doing it, but it reminded me of that a little bit. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I know a little tidbit mm-hmm. about that. Um, oh yeah. The the sword that Gore, Goth get Gore, Gore has is actually built with symbiote sort of technology. 
Yeah, the Necro Sword. Yeah, yeah. the Necro Sword. And because Marvel still hasn't got um, their hands on Spider Man yet, they can't. Mm. They can't really do a symbiote. Symbiote. That word, you know, venom stories. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. they had to change it to like it was just um, in the shadows, which is, which is a good change, I, I reckon, because shadow shadows are the um, opposite of light, and it's light and dark, and yeah, it's all that. It's cool, mm-hmm. and just yeah, it's just cool effects and that, and the creatures are sort of similar as well to what what they are in the comics, except. They they are formed from shadows. So, mm. what we do in the shadows? What we do? <laughs> All right. Before we move out, um, I suppose we just talk about the post credit scenes because I don't mm. I don't think there's anything else to unpack. Mm. Um, really, um, and we've already talked about the second scene because yeah. you know Jane ends up in Valhalla. Yeah. Um, after she she gives her life um, to save the day. Um, very emotional. Um, but, um, yeah, the first post credit scene was very interesting because uh, we got, you know, to see Zeus again, um, some more Russell Crowe. He's all pissed off because Thor, you know, threw his lightning bolt through his chest. Um, Thunderbolt. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Get the name right. <laughs> Gods can't die. <laughs> and then, yes, gods can't die, um, as, as it seems. And then... We get the reveal of Hercules. Yes. Um, which is very cool. And uh, part of the reason why I started watching Ted Lasso because is because the, is because the actor playing Hercules is uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays uh, Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, and one of the po- one of the probably the most popular character outside of Ted I would say maybe in that show cuz he's fascinating um, a lot of people thought he was a CGI character yeah <laughs> that was a whole thing really he has a very in a very interesting face like he's he's he I think he's a, tra- a very attractive man but he does have like his facial expressions like there was something that people were going, what is Some this? a bit off. What's his name? <laughs> Something's a bit off. Brett Goldstein. Probably a picture wouldn't do justice. I think yeah, you have to video. see him, like, in... Like, he looks fine there. He looks fine. Yeah. But, like, if you see, if you see like, a video of him. Uh. In Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's now the top of his thing, Thor Love and Thunder Hercules. <laughs> yeah. It's literally above Ted Lasso is, like, what he's known for now, which is funny. Interesting. Um, but yeah, he's a very good actor. Um, I've only seen him in Ted Lasso, but he's like just very funny. And he's one of the cast members that actually is in the uh, the writers' room on that show too. So oh, he was in Doctor Who. He was Astos in 2018. There you go. Astos. I don't know what that is. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a really cool reveal. Um, very, very psyched to see where they take that. And uh, considering we uh, didn't get any kind of uh, Thor 5 announcements or whatnot, but one of one of the um, uh, trademarked uh, titles, I think, had something to do with uh, Thor versus Hercules or something on that. 
kind of level. So, I don't know. It looks like we're going to be getting something along those lines down the road. Mm. Yeah. God versus Mike, what God. Do you, yeah. Mike, what do you think about Hercules in the MCU? Cool. Um, I think I think it was like one of the... Uh, could be setting up uh, what the Thunderbolts is going to be. Which is like a mirror image of the Avengers. And like you've got um uh you've got like your opposite Captain America, you've got your uh and you've got your Black Widow uh happening as well. Uh and I suppose you can sort of have Hercules being the opposite of Thor being in the Thunderbolts as well, so could be in there. Could could be could be setting up that, mm. like the alternative uh, version of the Avengers. But the Avengers are illegal because you know the COVID accord and all that. And I don't. Uh, but it is to be seen in the new world order. Mm. Everything's connected, so can't wait to see Thor versus Hercules, <laughs> grudge match of the yeah. century. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> what do you think about Hercules for you? Any, any thoughts before we wrap up? Well, we didn't really get to see much of him. So we it's literally, it was literally just a pan to him, mm. hold for a couple of seconds, and then cut the credits. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing it for you, father. <laughs> father? <laughs> Does that mean, does that mean uh, Russell Crowe is coming back? Maybe. Maybe. And does that mean we're getting a four or five? Maybe. Holy crap. <laughs> Don't know. Well, Thor will return and clearly they're setting up Hercules. So. Yeah. He's got a little girl to look after now. Mm. Yeah. He's being... Played by his actual daughter. Yeah. But for how long? Mm. <laughs> nep- nep- nepotism at its finest. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's kind of like Scott Lang's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. They they definitely changed that up. It's not going to be a little girl. It's going to be whoever was playing her in Endgame. Yes. I um, suppose Morgan as well. They still got to do that as well. Yeah, it's a lot of youngins. A lot of youngins coming up through. All right. Um. Any final thoughts on Thor: Love and Thunder before we finish off the show? Um. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> Get good. Get good, scrub. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, we all enjoyed it, but it should have been better. I think. The story should have been better. All hail King Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, they wasted Valkyrie too. Yeah, Valkyrie didn't get, mm. get her queen. No. She didn't get her queen. She got to kiss the hand of a of a pretty lady, but that was about it. Yeah. Mm, sexy lady. <laughs> sexy Greek lady. Mm. Yep. Na- yeah. Name Fifi. <laughs> Fifi. Fifi. They did. They did touch on on her having a uh, a love before the fall yeah. of the Valkyrie clan. Yeah. See, that's a representation, I'm guessing. A little touch. 
maybe. Something. Something, something. Some, something. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it, yeah. 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 Thor was so-so. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Disappointing. Uh, as the kids say, mid. Mid. <laughs> God. <laughs> mid. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Oh my it was, god! It was, it was oh my god! No, <laughs> wow! It was good but not great. I can't do it. No. Um, <laughs> Shut up, you I apologize, <laughs> and I will leave now. Um, that is our popcorn culture. It is done. On Thor: Love and Thunder, our spoiler for thoughts. So I hope you guys enjoyed that very much. Hope it wasn't we sore. We weren't sore to see Thor. No. But we wanted more. Thoughts. I finally did it. I meant to do it at the start. I forgot about it. (laughs) Our thoughts. Um, So what's what's next? What's next? In terms of what? MCU. We just talked about it at the top of the show, but I'll happily go. No, I mean like. She-Hulk, I think. So it was this? She-Hulk. So now it's She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Episodes start streaming on the 17th of August. Um, so we are very close to that. Mm-hmm. Like two, three weeks away now. I think cool. three weeks from She-Hulk starting. So we've got that. Mm-hmm. And then... I Am um, Groot, I think. And then, yeah, I Am I am Groot comes out the week before She-Hulk. But I imagine they'll be probably dropping all those shorts at once. I yeah. don't know. Um, and yeah, and then... MCU after She-Hulk, it's just uh, Wakanda forever. Cool. In November. All right. In November. We are very close to the end of Phase 4. Yes, we are. We're getting there. It's happening. Took a while. Very exciting. It's nice to have a goal in sight now. Secret Wars, baby. Multiverse saga. Let's go. Yeah. It's happening. Still going. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that about will do it for yeah. us in this massive episode. Um. That was fun. Yes, it was. Yes. Uh, keep an eye out on the podcast feeds for the monthly Little Freds, which will be coming yes. out this week. Yes, 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 yes. New monthly episode this yes. week. Yes. Um, we'll be discussing all other things from the San Diego Comic-Con reveals and announcements. Yes. Um, that isn't just Marvel-centric. It'll be all the other stuff. Yes, we will talk um, about other things. Yes. So stay tuned for that, and that'll yes. be coming out soon. Yes, yes, it will. It will. Um, but until then, that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. If you're currently watching the video, make sure to like it, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell icon to be notified of all the content that comes through. Ring the bell. Yes. Ring the bell. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantaramajer. And I'm the god of mischief. <laughs> and having sex with animals. Michael Lister. And you just experienced the podcast called Fred. Woo. Woo. Thank you for listening and remember to eat beef. Yes. Eat that beef.
Remember, Freddy lives. Loki dies again and again. And the doctor is in. And Thor is riding his hammer and is not getting pulled off. <laughs> yep. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. <laughs> yes, please do. Yes. Yes. Oh god, the please the, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright. Ladies and gators. And and see. Seen it. No. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it.